You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick. I was laying balls like I was messy yesterday. Sorry, what? Passing. You were doing what? Let's go, fellas. <laughs> Matriculating the ball down the field. But they could potentially use that as anim- an- ammunition. Thank you. Good morning. It's Tuesday. It's the Big Show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems. Downtown studio. It is Tuesday, right? It sure is. Tuesday of a stampede week. Which feels like Sunday. Um, You know, in, in any of all of my shows, I like to splash around at the pool of truth. <laughs> yeah. Like to, you know, not. it's not even really... Uh, the shallow end it's the deep end of the mm-hmm, pool mm-hmm. the big deep end pool of truth <laughs> got after a little bit last night at stampede yeah yeah tell was at three places oh yeah got home around two okay two fifteen that's not that long ago no and now it's six o'clock and i'm doing radio <laughs> welcome to calgary near the stampede yeah um I got up to go to the washroom at like one, and there was still that concert on like Eleventh Ave. It might have been the one you went to, the Badlands one. No, I think it was the Headstones tent. That yeah, I was at. there last night. You could still hear like fifteen blocks away at one thirty in the morning. I was like, "Oh, that's nice." Okay, because I ended up at the. I was at that tent. Yeah, and then for some reason, I ended up at the Badlands Music Festival, and I'm like, "Huh." We gave away tickets to this thing. <laughs> I could have used a free ticket right Don't about know now. A single name here. <laughs> it was uh, Bryce Lee. Oh, Lee Bryce, the yeah, uh, country guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bryce Lee. Bryce Lee. Lee. <laughs> you got two first names. Nineteen seventies uh, martial arts movie superstar Bryce, Bryce Lee. Lee. <laughs> Brother so Bruce. Lee Bryce uh, was Lee <laughs> yeah, Bryce, yeah, right? Lee Bryce. I had no idea. People were like, "This is a banger." I'm like, "I have no idea." I'm like, "Sure, I'm just here." <laughs> yeah, I ended up there, and then I went to another establishment really late. Um, so. Uh, my alarm came quick this morning, yeah. but it is Stampede Week. This is this is self inflicted. It is. It is totally self inflicted. I'm an adult in uh, age only, not maturity. And when you make these decisions, you pay the price. You pay the price. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be doing a remote today. Yeah, you. Are. Yeah, so not. I can't go to sleep after the show. You. No, I have to drag my ass to the Chinook Mall. Yeah, it's a busy place too. And uh, do the uh, a Rogers remote because I love Rogers so much. I love you so much. I'd love you forever. I marry you forever. Do you oh, know where the Rogers store is located? No, where is it? It's a uh, lower level. Okay. Um, tiny. Okay, yeah. Because I don't know if they have their breakfast today, which will completely. I el- think they do eliminate the front parking lot of Chinook. Okay. So you'll have to if you go down McLeod, you'll have to turn at Fifty Eighth Ave. Just before Chinook, and then turn into the back of the mall, okay? Because you're probably gonna have parking there. Because I use the front for the pancakes and the grills and everything. So, yeah, that mall's already busy. It's gonna get even worse today. So that'll be fun. Yeah, we'll be fun. Yeah, it starts at ten o'clock. <laughs> it's morning, <laughs> and uh, this guy's gonna be down there. It's gonna be an interesting day. Go say hey to George. Yeah, come by, say hi, maybe bring me a Red Bull. Go buy a phone. Yeah, yeah bring a Red Bull. <laughs> maybe a piece of bread. <laughs> Soak up some, some of the liquor. stuff. <laughs> I, I might have had a couple drinks last night. Thank goodness we have a busy show today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got a loaded show. 
uh, the franchise. Matty Rose, um, he's saying he's having, I texted him last night. Yeah. Saying he's having a blast in Italy. Of course. He goes, how's your uh, stampede? I go, it's been eventful. <laughs> um, it's definitely been a thing so far. So uh, that's been fun. Maddie's having the time of his life. So uh, Eric Francis is going to join us at the top of the next hour. He's popping in studio from 7 to 9. Yeah. And uh, we got a busy show. Luke Gazdick, NHL on Sportsnet analyst, host of the Mitsop podcast, will join us. Um, we got some texts yesterday about, hey, um, why don't you guys have some Stampede stuff on? We got Stampede stuff on. Stampede stuff. Yeah, yeah, we do. Oh, they were talking guests and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Cody Snyder, yeah, yeah, world champion bull rider, legend. and the Cody Snyder charity uh, bull busting is going to join us at seven thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, in studio for the entire eight o'clock hour. Not only do we have one person in studio, we have two. Uh, Brent Cron, he Calgary is. Sports Legend. He uh, was excited. He was he texted me really right back last night. He's like, I'm in because Eric Francis is here. Or just he's just an excitable I meant, person. I mentioned Eric in the text, but I mean he's always been an excitable person. Yeah, and always is excited to join by. I'm sure he wants to share his. Uh, Opening weekend of Stampede with Yeah. Um, and I want to see what uh, Mr. Brent Cron is up to. So that's what we got. Uh, big news in sports last night. Oh, uh, yeah. Noah Cates is signed with the Flyers. <laughs> and Philip Zanino, one-year deal with the Sharks. Yeah, that's a, it's a, you know, I was wondering. If the big Bulls, day. Yeah, I wonder if the Flames are going to take a, a whack at that one or somebody else. But, you know, one year, $1.1 million. Still an RFA at the end of the deal, of course. So prove it. Get better. Get into a new organization. It will. Remember, that wasn't a Steve Eiserman pick, so Eiserman obviously has no really attachment to this guy, but, you know, just didn't find his way in Detroit, so maybe he can find and boost uh, what they're going on in San Jose. Yeah, I think that's a smart move. The yeah. guy, he's going to get a ton of ice time. Gonna oh, pull, I'm assuming God. a ton of situations. Oh, yeah. And uh, San Jose's probably not the worst place to play in the NHL. No, no, not at all. So I would, uh, like for sure, with that, that, that climate, I mean, it's expensive, but whatever, but yeah. No, I think it, him getting it, like, that's the type of player that that type of team needs to try and rebuild their career. He's still young. I mean, he's only, like, 20, 20, about three, four, something like that, so. And uh, Noah Gates signed with the Flyers two years. Bam. <laughs> oh, and Vlad Jr. won the home run derby Yeah, last that was night. the big one, I thought. Uh, I thought it was, yeah. really, it was really fun. Uh, I, I <laughs> It was scary at times. I didn't think he was going to do it because, like, Eduardo Perez just like, he's so, he's, he's so uh, fatigued. I don't know if he could do it. And yep. I'm like, he, he, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. John Schneider was giving him beauty pitches. Not like the guy who was pitching to Adalas Garcia and uh, Pete Alonzo. They kept throwing them high, like, high and outside, like away from these guys. Like they were trying to strike them. They're out. working on their ERA. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you trying to do? And, like, yeah. Like, Adolis is all disappointed, head down, walking away from the plate. He's like, come on, give me some day. Yeah. You're supposed to sit there and just groove them in <laughs> yeah, there just, for him. And like the the Pena guy who was doing it for uh, for Julio Rodriguez, just not even a step. Yeah. Throwing it consistently. And yep. like J Rod was just destroying it. He was destroying the baseball. Uh, unfortunately, um, Adley Rutschman had that incredible display in the first round. Mm-hmm. Like, hits how not. many dingers left-handed, and then he switch hits <laughs> Seven of in eight the for bonus the right round, side. and then just hammers them from the right side, and then gets eliminated yeah. by Luis Robert. Yeah, because <laughs> Robert goes last because he's the because he's the number one seed yeah. and everything. But yeah, no, it, the format's a little. It kind of like sucks that way. Okay, so did you? Um, is it Robert or Robert? Robert. Are you sure? Yeah, it's Luis Robert Jr. Why did I call him Robert? Like he was French. Monsieur Louis Robert from the Chicago White Sox last night. Um, 
<laughs> I uh, did you see the part in the first time when Vladi uh, was hitting bombs, and then they had like Bulbashet trying to interview him, yeah. but then they were in commercials, so we couldn't. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what the heck that was. was that yeah, me? I thought I was like, oh, is that for the radio? No, it was obviously for the TV because yeah. they like, went back to him. I'm like, I think this this might be fun. I want to see it. Nope, I'm watching like a like a Chrysler commercial, like a Genesis <laughs> commercial. I don't know corner. what I don't know what car company it was, but it's like I want to hear if if Bo has maybe something marginally entertaining to say. Yeah. I want to hear it because he's interviewing him right now as his teammate. And then Vlad's going to bust out some English. It's all good. <laughs> nope. Vlad did not break out any English in any well, interview. Maybe he did there. <laughs> I don't know because I didn't hear it. It was a commercial. I'm sure he did. Because Bo Kipsel was like, I don't know what the heck was said. Maybe Eduardo knows. <laughs> yeah. It's like he's got the, got the microphone. Like, per, like, Eduardo kept doing like Perez, the ESPN guy, kept doing, being like a, uh, an interpreter for all the, all the Spanish-speaking players for everything they said. So that was pretty cool, I thought. Yeah, and uh, not easy to hit dingers uh, there. No, I mean, there's like only one guy that could hit from the left side of the plate. There was like, it was what, one lefty and then the rest were all righties. So that left field bleachers were getting a lot of workouts. So <laughs> if, you, if you bought a ticket in right field, you weren't getting a lot of action. But yeah, it's it, it what felt like a tough park to hit out of. Uh, I mean, it feels like it's easier when the roof is, uh, is, is open. But uh, yeah. We'll see. Yeah, it was. It was a. I thought you know the home run derby is still my favorite of all the skills competitions. It's still my favorite all. All. Well, you don't like the board. dodgeball game in football? Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, no, the one that's filmed on like a Wednesday and then aired on Saturday. What about when they shoot pucks into a beach? <laughs> the NHL All Star <laughs> hitting surfboards again. I yeah, I never get upset when it comes to the All Star game stuff. Yeah, because I know who it's for. Yep, it's for kids and it's just a corporate schmooze. Yep. That's yep. all it is. Exactly. But I just feel like the MLB All Star Game still has that prestige. It still has the yeah, players giving Yeah, because it's, it's still crap. one versus one. It's even, still pitcher yeah, versus batter. Even if they took away the one meaning that the game had with the yeah. uh, home field advantage in the World Series, but it still feels like it still has that prestige of that past and everything. And you know, I, I'm really excited for tonight to see what you happens. know. And I was yeah. okay when they determined home field advantage. With yeah, the me too. I was totally fine with that because yeah, like, ba- like baseball is so weird when it comes to the playoffs. Like an 88 win team wins it all the time. So yeah, like wow, like. Home field isn't the same as it yep. used to be. Maybe in football, it a little matters a little bit more, but uh, it's just, yeah, I, I did, I do miss that it mattered. But then you always had the, yeah, that incident in two thousand two where the game ends in a tie. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and Bud Zelig's <laughs> like, okay, we're done, we're done, shut it down in the twelfth <laughs> inning. Like that wasn't fun. Uh, but the Major League Baseball All Star Game uh, goes down tonight. Uh, we have it. Yeah, we on do. Sports at nine sixty, at uh, six o'clock. Maybe we'll get another uh, Alec Manoa moment like we did last year. That was super cool. Yeah. When they were talking to Manoa on the mound. Mm-hmm. Uh, when John Smoltz and Manoa were um, were chatting it up. I thought that was really cool. Uh, but the uh, the baseball, are we, are we, when are we closing? 93rd. We're closing in on the 100th. Yeah. Uh, Major League Baseball All-Star Game. So uh, it is by far the best All-Star Game out of all of them. Oh, the NBA one's a joke now with the target in the fourth quarter. With the Elam ending. Yeah, um, that one's kind of... And then the... I don't know what they do with the NHL one. Like, does it I, feel I hate, like the three-on-three three is I've, played now? I've never been a fan. I've had of this three-on-three three tournament since they got to the divisions. I've, I was I was a fan of North America versus the world. Yeah. Uh, but then, I, I mean, East Listen, versus West. Uh, yeah, that's, see, that's, that's what I grew up on. <laughs> yeah. The Campbell, Campbell Conference versus the Wales exactly. Conference. You got Mario Lemieux uh, deking out Mike Vernon. Uh, yeah. During um, the golf, the Persian Gulf War on a Tuesday night. Yeah, no, no, no. That was on the weekend. I remember <laughs> when was the NHL All Star Game on a on a weekday? When was that? 
It was in the er, it was in it's the eighties and nineties, but they, no, they, they no, brought no. it back. Oh seven in Can Dallas. You look that up? Was that was 07 that what it was? in Dallas was on Wednesday? It was the first one back after the lockout. Yeah, and they had it on a Wednesday night. They debuted the Reebok Edge jersey. Oh, so that was on a Wednesday. That was on a Wednesday night, but then since then it's always been on a weekend. And then previous to that, it yeah. was on a weekend. But then in the eighties set before that, it was on like a Tuesday night. My favorite stat, my favorite little tidbit from that All Star game because nobody remembers it is uh, in the States, ratings-wise, a 25-year-old episode of Mama's Family on the <laughs> Ion Network outdrew the NHL All-Star game. Oh, the 07 one? Yeah. It was on OLN. That's yeah, probably that's what I mean. <laughs> a 25-year episode of Mama's Family on whatever the hell the Ion Network is had bigger ratings than the NHL All-Star game. Oh, my God. That's my favorite. <laughs> uh, the Pro Bowl is a disaster, too. It's no. been, yeah, it, it was obviously like it was never, like it was probably good. Like when Sean Taylor blew up that punter. Yeah. Was it was Brian Mormon. Something like that. He blew up a punter. That was like 2003, 2004. Uh, but yeah, it hasn't been. Uh, that's like, I mean, football is such a, it's a difficult sport. Yeah, you can't, it's not like the guys can go out there and just crush dudes. Exactly. Cause it's like end yeah. of the season. You're yeah, like, let's we not just get hurt to the here. off season here. Yeah. You're like, Come on. It, it was just for the families yeah. to go over to Hawaii. Now for sure. Like, go to Vegas. My favorite thing about the Pro Bowl was back in the day, they used to wear the helmets of their team. Yeah, that was always cool. The blue yeah. jerseys for the NFC, red jerseys for the yeah. NFC, but then the helmet of the team that they played yeah, for. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Um, who did Pete Rose run over in the uh, baseball all-star game years ago? You ever seen that clip? Yeah. Of a good old Charlie Hustle running over whoever behind the plate because Pete Rose wanted to win that badly. <laughs> And it I was like the Reds I, in the home field. It was in it was in the seventies. Yeah, it was nineteen seventy. Ray Fossey. That's right. Uh, um, with his bowl cut, mm-hmm. Pete Rose. Have I ever told you my Pete Rose story? No. <laughs> Again, somebody right away. Ray Fossey. Thank you. Yeah. So, by the way, the bowl cut's the haircut of the crazy. Yeah. So, um, no same person gets a bowl cut. <laughs> so, uh, I was in Vegas years ago, Las Vegas, Nevada, in the United States. Yep. Um, was uh was was tickling the felt a little bit. and wanted to mosey on over to the sports book at Caesar's Palace. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, uh, my buddies and I, I'm, I'm watching the dog races, some ponies, betting on the sports, some football, <laughs> basketball, hockey. This is like this like it was a buffet. It was a Monday night. Okay. It was a full buffet of sports. Nice going on. There it was late October. Everything was going on. You could bet on anything you want. And lo and behold, I look over and who do I see sitting there watching? Charlie Hustle himself, <laughs> Pete Rose, the sports book at Caesar's Palace, and uh, my cousin was with me, and he's an older, he's an, he was, an, he's an older gentleman than me. I go, look, it's Pete Rose. He's like, no, it isn't. I go, I go, that who who looks like that? That's Pete Rose. <laughs> who looks like? Yeah, that? and I go, that's Pete freaking Rose. And then he's just sitting there, and his boys kept walking up and making bets. <laughs> I don't know if it was for him. I can't confirm that, but Pete Rose was rocking it at the, uh, at the Caesar sports book because in, in Caesar's palace in the forum shops, he had a little, um, he was in one of those card collecting shops where you can get like an autograph or yeah, a sign yeah, yeah. or whatever. It was like a, at the time. And this was, this is like 15 years ago. It was like a 125 us to get like a Pete Rose autograph. Jesus. Yeah. He was just sitting there by himself. But I saw it was like $125 to get a Charlie Hustle autograph. That's too much. Yeah. It was good. Um, but yeah, all of a sudden I'm like, this is this tracks a lot at Charlie Hustle himself, Pete Rose, 
uh, was sitting at the Caesar Sportsbook when I was oh, there. Oh, I'm cured. Let me into Cooperstown. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, nothing beat that uh, the interview where he gets totally um, ambushed. Oh, uh, by Jim Gray? By Jim Gray at the Australian game. <laughs> Pete, why don't you just admit you bet on baseball? It's like, whoa, <laughs> slow down there. I don't know which interview is better. Was it that one or the Susie Culber uh, with Joe Namath when Joe Namath was completely in the bank? Susie was a pro. He was a pro. pro and then, yeah, it's Jim was sad just that she's attacking. not working for ESPN this year. Yeah, um, Jim was just attacking. Um, uh, Pete Rose at the yeah, All Star yeah, game. Yeah, no, Jim's that's Jim's role. Jim's always been that type of reporter. He's always been that yeah. investigative uh, uh, reporter, and that's why he's one of the best. And Pete Rose is a good fodder. Where he's like, oh, he'll get so defensive about everything. But Susie being the champ again, with a drunk Joe Namath at that time, which yep. that time like, it, it's a different world then as it is now. If that happened today, holy crap! Yeah. Then it's just played over and over and over again. It's just a joke. We just mm-hmm. think it's funny because it's, it's just Joe Namath. Yeah. It's like, whatever. But as Susie played it off as a pro, like she is. But I don't know. I'm going to take Jim Gray. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he definitely ambushed him. So the yeah. 93rd uh, Major League Baseball All Star game uh, is tonight. It's day what? Uh, tonight Saturday, is five. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Day five of the Stampede? Yeah. Halfway home. And, and it ends Sunday, right? It ends on Sunday. Okay. Hopefully I can survive until Sunday. I'm going to go Saturday, but it's just to an event and it's not to the actual grounds, so hopefully it's not enough. Have you like have you have you st- have you done any stampede? No. Um I've seen videos of like uh the people there and it, it's just like in a sardine can and I'm I'm not down with that. Okay. Yeah, just and it's just going to get worse with the construction. So, we'll see. I mean, uh, the Wait, bi- aren't you're not going to the staff party tomorrow? No, I got calves. Cavalry's playing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Cam, are you going tomorrow I'll, to the staff party? I'll be there. Okay. Have you been stampeding? I uh, I went Saturday to chat with the chuck wagon drivers and watch some events. Oh, okay. So I went Saturday. I have yet to go down to the grounds. It was a good Julian's show. Julian's been there twice, and he's already been to the grandstand as well. So, I don't know. Do you prefer the night and the show, or do you want the heat and the rodeo? You well, got to go night. Well, I have to check out the rodeo. <clears throat> rodeo doesn't start till like seven forty-five though. So you can Rodeo's get there. at one thirty. Oh, chucks are at seven forty-five. That's yeah. what you think. About. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I haven't experienced that yet. I've just been uh, experiencing um, drinking and stuff. <laughs> that's that's mainly what people do during this. Yeah, because Friday night I went out. I met up with uh, Mr. Pat Freaking Steinberg, mm-hmm. and that was a late night on Friday. Yeah, I saw photos. And uh, and then Saturday night, Sunday night, had a few drinks, and then last night really got after it. <laughs> and I'm supposed to go out again tonight, and I'm supposed to go down to the rodeo tonight. But I got to go down to the Chinook Mall. And yeah. thank you for the texter. Uh, LOL, I feel for you, Georgia. 10 a.m. at Chinook at Mall. It's going to be an absolute S show. Yep. Okay. That uh, that doesn't... Yeah, I'm going to have to... I'm worried about parking. Uh, um. Because I am taking one of the station vehicles to the mall today. So I'm looking forward to that. So, yeah, Cam and uh, intern Callum, have you gotten after it yet? Actually, you know what? I think you avoided the pancake breakfast. Their pancake breakfast on Saturday. So I uh, think you're okay. I, oh, really? I, I went to Cowboys once on, uh, what was it, Saturday of last week? It was, I don't, I don't know. It, it was, I'm with you, Pat. There, there's too many people, man. Like it's just I don't know if it's just the construction or like the the, the way they put the Coke stage this year and 
And there was like uh, they had the Vance Joy show and Pitbull let out at the same time on Friday, and that mm. was just a giant mass of people just conglomerating on the grounds all okay. at once. That was a lot. Uh, today might be actually one of your best days to go during the day because it should be cool. It might be a little rainy as well. I'm not gonna lie. Um, after I finish my duties at the beautiful Rogers store, at I think you Mall should today, sleep. I'm gonna shut it down for a bit. I think I I would too. Yeah, because tomorrow's the staff party. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my man, Eric Francis, who's jumping in the studio at the top of the hour, we have a reservation at two in the afternoon. So it's going to begin at like, no, no golf. Oh, no golf. No. uh, We're pre-drinking at two o'clock. Tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And my brother and my buddy are still down. So they want to go out again tonight. (laughs) Of course they do. But they're all sleeping while I left like a sucker to do radio at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. All right, uh, we got lots to do. Do we have lots to do in the Rose Report? Oh, yeah. I can Did make you it. squeeze it out? I can fill it up. Are you all about Noah Cates and Philip Zadina? I got Philip Zadina. I didn't even mention Noah Cates. but no, I That's can, big signing. Big signing. <laughs> Huge signing. Tim Tebow's getting into the ECHL ownership. Saw that. Uh, dogs in action. Oh, okay. Uh, Wimbledon down to the quarters. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. That's enough to get through here to seven. Okay. Uh, looking forward to that. And uh, Eric Francis uh, in studio at the top of the hour. We'll talk to Luke Gazdick. Yeah, he was at an NHL alumni golf tournament. I thought it was a hockey tournament. Yeah, mentioned that uh, Brian McGratton almost ran him over. Oh, that's so nice. Brian McGratton still ran him over. You know on what? A golf like, course from somebody who, <laughs> who somebody who likes to tee it up like I do. I never understood the videos of dudes running other dudes over with golf carts. Like that would hurt it a would, lot. It would be terrible. Listen, we've all we've all tried to jump a bunker in our day. We've all almost, we've all almost rolled that thing and bent the roof of the golf cart. We've all been there, but to actually blatantly ran over your run over one of your boys with a golf cart—that's not fun. It's not really that funny. Nobody wants to get smoked by a golf cart. No, when you're on the course. So we'll we'll ask Luke Gazdick about that. Yeah, and then we'll have a, an an like a, a beauty. Uh, Eric Francis, pal, Cody Snyder. World champion bull rider. I believe Cody's also on the mic for the rodeo as well. He's like their color commentator. Yep. So I believe that's what he does as well. And again, I have lots of questions about bull riding. Yeah. I, I'm not, I did watch a little bit of it yesterday on yeah. Sportsnet. Yeah. My favorite part about bull riding is, uh, number one, uh, obviously just the sheer power of those animals is, is incredible. Mm-hmm. But also when they just leave the, the, the ring. Yeah. They're like, okay, I'm done. And they just quietly just like walking. Yeah. They just, <laughs> and they just saunter out. I'm done. Yeah, like, okay, yeah. Thanks for unhooking. You know what? I'm I'm in I'm not in some serious pain anymore. I'm just gonna walk out here now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, thanks. And pretty much, I had this discussion uh, with my brother, some buddies last night um, during Stampede. There is not one event that I wouldn't seriously get injured doing. No, at the Stampede, yeah, they're all all terrifyingly dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's nothing I, I would be able remotely close to do. Like jumping on the horse and, and tackling the the animal, yeah. no chance. No. Could never do that. Running a bull for eight seconds, no chance. No. I won't even get on a mechanical bull at like a bar. Oh, those things make you look like idiots. Yeah. yeah. And you get seriously hurt. Who hasn't seen like a hero guy like smoke his head off the side of the bull when he gets <laughs> knocked off? We've all seen it. I wouldn't even do that. It's just the bravery it takes. To do these things, but the, my favorite thing about bull riding is when they punch their hand to hold on to the the yeah. rope harder, like they punch their hand. <laughs> Shake I like their that head. too. Um, ready to go? Yep, ready to go. 
Um, all right. Uh, somebody, I'm always cheering for the bull. Uh, somebody, thank you. A 960, 960 name and location. All right. <laughs> uh, the Rose Report starring Patrick DeMont is straight ahead. Luke Gazdick, uh, world champion bull rider. Uh, Brent Cron, Eric Francis in studio. We got a busy show. Uh, it's the big show. Russick and Rose. No Rose, no Francis yet. George and Patrick. And we got Cam and Callum here. Sportsnet 960, the fan. You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio, it's The Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan, no Maddie Rose. Eric Francis, the franchise, in studio from 7 to 9. We have a loaded, loaded show today, which is a good thing because this guy got loaded last night. Uh, Luke Gazdick. <laughs> Uh, going to join us at the top of the hour, uh, Cody Snyder. And now Brent Cron in studio for the entire 8 o'clock hour. Happy to have all those uh, gents mm-hmm. on the program today. But right now, time for the Rose Report, starring Patrick DeMond. It's brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Yo, this is Patrick. Feels like it's been since September that we're not leading off with uh, the old flames on the morning report. But yes, uh, Oppenheimer might not drop for a few more days, but there were definitely bombs last night at T-Mobile in Seattle. It was the home run derby. Might have caught it right here on Sportsnet 960. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays represented by Vlad Guerrero Jr. How much placata? Would we see Vladdy going up against shortest competitor ever to take place in the uh, Home Run Derby? Uh, Dodgers outfielder Mookie Betts. Let's get to the action in the Emerald City, shall we? Uh, best friends, Adolas Garcia of the Rangers and Randy Rosarena of the Rays kicked off the proceedings, and it was Rosarena that won the contest between the two best buds, 24-17. to 17. The second matchup saw the one seed, Luis Robert Jr., go up against Adley Rushman. Uh, born just 200 miles south in Portland, uh, put up an impressive... 27, 7 of 8 from the right side as well in bonus time because he's a switch hitter and he's one of the best in baseball coming up here. Uh, looked flawless from both sides of the plate, but guess what? Robert used all his bonus time to hit just one extra one. That's yep. all he needed. Uh, he takes out Rushman 28 to 27. Uh, Vlad Jr. would be up against, uh, would be up next, taking on Mookie Betts. He hit 17 in the first three minutes and then uh, put up a nine spot in the bonus round to sit at 26. Uh, so what would Betts do? He didn't feel like doing it this at all. His wife ended up convincing him, saying, you go out there, have fun. And uh, he didn't know what to do. He's like, I believe it was J.D. Martinez told him. He's like, you got to get it away from center. You got to hit it uh, towards left. He's like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> uh, Mookie would finish with uh, just 11. Uh, final first round matchup uh, had hometown favorite Julio Rodriguez going up against Mr. Derby Pete Alonso. Julio would destroy the ball 41 times in four minutes, uh, beating Vlad's first round total. Uh, in 2019 by one. So what could the polar bear do? Uh, he, he had a respectable 19 in the first three minutes, but the, his pitcher, pitcher just kept throwing him high and outside. Like, dude, trying to get Alonzo a win here, not to get him out. He'd only tack on two in bonus time to finish with 21. Uh, so on to the semis. Luis Robert up against Randy Rosarena and Vlad Jr. up against Julio Rodriguez. Cuba versus the Dominican in the final regardless. Rosarena spent the longest time between at-bats. Uh, and he saved some of that power for the semis, blasting 35. Uh, Robert put up 21 in the first three minutes and just looked absolutely gassed, getting only one in bonus time. So the Rays of Rosarena is off to the finals. 
So could Vladdy make it to the, make it an all AL East final, or was Julio not going to be denied in his home park? Well, Julio, after an epic round one, was only able to put away 20 in the semis. So could Vlad get to his second home run derby final? Guerrero launching one. There it goes. Vlad Jr. walking away from the plate, knowing he's in the final. Hits off the LED screen in left center field. And he has eliminated Julio Rodriguez, and her final will be Vladimir Guerrero Jr. against Randy Arozarena. Yeah, so uh, just needed one to get through to the final. So, yeah, an all Yale East final between Vlad and Arozarena. Uh, just two minutes in the final. Vlad would put up a respectable 20 in the first two minutes and then five in the bonus round uh, for 25 total. That would set a record for most launched in a final. So how would Randy Arozarena and his cowboy boots do? 10 seconds to go. Low line drive down the line. Hits off the wall. Pops it up. He's got 23. One last pitch. And Rosarena falls short. And Vladimir Guerrero Jr. has won the 2023 T-Mobile Home Run Derby at T-Mobile Park in Seattle. 16 years following his dad winning the tournament, uh, running the home run derby in San Francisco. Little Vlad Jr. there as well. Uh, Vlad Jr. wins his first home run derby title, 25-23 over Randy Rosarena. Got the trophy from Ken Griffey Jr. Put on the fancy sport jacket with the home run derby logo and everything. It's and then back. got that sick chain yeah. from uh, Marshawn Lynch. Congrats to Vladdy. Uh, the home run jacket's back. Yeah, it's dope. At least for one night. Yeah. And I like Perez was like, yeah, they do that in Toronto. No, we don't do that no, anymore. No, they used to. <laughs> and then the um, how uh, Vlad Jr. was the second Cuban-born player. Yeah, no. Pl- they... pl- player born in Cuba. No, actually, he was born in Montreal, yeah. ESPN. ESPN threw up a little uh, little tag there at the bottom. It was like, Vlad Guerrero Jr., second player born in Cuba to win the home run derby. I think they assumed that a Rosarana was going to win it. Yeah. Uh, so they just forgot to change it. Yeah, I, I just like how um, <laughs> I, I've, I've heard this through some media in media outlets. Like, trying to claim Vlad as ours. Like, yeah. no, he's Canadian-born, but yeah. Vladdy would consider himself from the Dominican. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's just like William Nylander's born in Calgary. It's great, but William Nylander doesn't consider himself a Calgarian. No. Considers himself Swedish. This like, it's just you, the way it is. They got dual citizenship. Good for them. Uh, so, yeah, uh, tonight is the 93rd uh, Midsummer Classic. Yankees' Garrett Cole will start for uh, the American League and uh, Zach Gallon of the D-backs will start over for the National League in his first All-Star appearance. You can listen to it right here on Sportsnet 960 or watch it over on Sportsnet. Coverage starts at 6. First pitch goes at 620. Uh, four Jays in the game despite Kevin Gosman deciding not to play. Vlad Jr., Bo Bichette, big hit. Whit Merrifield and Jordan Romano. Uh, day 2 of the MLB draft, rounds 3 through 10, taking place across the street at Lumen Field. Jays with 8 picks on the day. They started off by taking 3 pitchers, 2 righties and a lefty. Jerron Watts-Brown out of Oklahoma State. Landon Moroudis out of Cavalry uh, Christian High in Florida. Canadian Connor O'Halloran, Big Ten Pitcher of the Year out of Michigan. Jason uh, Boheferin, uh, Nick Goodwin, Braden Berry, and another Canadian outfielder, Sam Shaw, out of Lambrick Park Secondary in Saanich, just north of Victoria. And in the 10th round, they took Josh Mollerus out of Oregon. Rounds 11 through 20 go today. Uh, and during a media day yesterday, I guess the players were asked about who their favorite superhero was. And uh, Philadelphia outfi- uh, Phillies outfielder Nick Castellanos had an amazing answer. Everyone was asked their favorite superheroes. Yeah. You said Scooby-Doo. Sure. I, I didn't realize Scooby-Doo was a superhero. Can you kind of explain his superhero lore? I mean, well, first off, he's a dog, right? And he can talk. 
It's fair enough. Okay. And and he saves. He's he's he solves mysteries. So I think that a dog that can talk and helps people by saving, by solving mysteries, I think, is a superhero. Checks off all the superhero boxes. Has special skills and he helps people. Correct. Scooby Doo superhero. Dad. <laughs> I, like again, some of the, again, he is a dog that talks. <laughs> he is. Yeah, so I guess that's. Yeah. And he gets scared a lot, and he he's is. driving around in the mystery mobile. So I don't know. Sure. All right. Uh, like finding a needle in a haystack, trying to get some NHL news, but there was a couple of notable signings hey. yesterday. Uh, follow this under the bounce back, bounce back candidate, perhaps. Uh, the Shark side forward Philip Zadina to a one year. Deal with $1.1 million. He'll retain his RFA status and be eligible for arbitration next year. Zadina was a first-round pick, sixth overall in 2018. The native of Czechia only had seven points in 30 games a year ago as he was injured for most of it. Uh, very underwhelming career so far. Wasn't an Irishman pick, but obviously didn't fit in there to plans going forward and uh, looking to get his chance at his career restarting in the Bay Area. And Noah Cates uh, coming to a deal with the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, thoughts on the Cates Zadina signings? Uh, again, uh, interesting that uh, San Jose is the team that I don't even want to call it the Zadina sweepstakes, Yeah, but just an interesting spot to land because it's all about opportunity, right? Yep. That's a team that's going to stink again this season, yep. and I'm sure he'll get a chance in the top six and play a lot of power play time, exactly. and maybe this guy can get his career back on track. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we see it. Uh, and uh, how about this story? Uh, former Heisman Trophy winner and NFL quarterback Tim Tebow bringing pro hockey to Lake Tahoe. Uh, the ECHL Board of Governors approved the a uh, expansion application beginning in the 24-25 season. They'll be the 29th team in the league and create natural rivals for the Idaho Steelheads, Utah Grizzlies, and Rapid City Rush, who happen to be the Flames ECHL affiliate. They'll play out of State Line, Nevada. Uh, which is very much a resort town uh, mm -hmm. without a permanent year-round population. So I'm interested to see how that will work. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Again, uh, you think you, you tell me Lake Tahoe right away. I just think of uh, I, the ice melting under the searing uh, yeah, sun. Yeah, the outdoor game. During, during the, the outdoor game. That's all I think right away. But again, hey. If it can work in uh, Coachella Valley yeah. with the American Hockey League, yep. like there's a lot of people who go to those games in oh, Palm yeah. Springs. Oh, yeah. Why can't it work in Lake Tahoe? I'm sure it can. Uh, you know, they keep a strong winter population there as well with all the skiing. Uh, some NBA news. Uh, not really news. Maybe a rumor. Uh, Raptors, as Raptors management watches their first-round pick, Grady Dick, and other prospects uh, for the Raps in Summer League, Sportsnet's Michael Grange still dropping some news. Uh, he's reported that the Indiana Pacers have reached out to the Raptors about forward Pascal Siakam. Mm. Spicy P is entering the final year of his four-year $136.9 million extension. Uh, his name has increasingly become more and more active in trade rumors as we figure out what direction the Raps want to go in. Uh, the 29-year-old has also had his name linked with other with another Eastern rival in the Atlanta Hawks. Grange also reports that the Magic may also be interested, but back in June, uh, it was reported by TNT's Chris Haynes that Siakam's goal is eventually to re-sign with the Raptors and that he would not sign an extension with any team that trades for him. Mm. So, yeah, interesting times for Messiah and Bobby yeah, Webster. Well, if that's in fact the case and they're not going to trade uh, Pascal Siakam, yeah, make sure he does sign that extension because you don't want to happen what happened just last week with Fred Van Vliet. Yeah. You just let him, well, you Bye. let that asset walk for free. You can't do that. No. Again, we, we, we know what that feels like here in Calgary mm -hmm. when you let uh, star players walk for nothing. And if Pascal Siakam's going to walk in for agency, well, that's no good. Yeah. But uh, maybe sign him to an extension. Big time, massive deal for a guy who's. He's 29. He, he still has some oh, growth yeah. here in his game. He's still a vital part of this team. 
And plus, with the return you're asking, I, I saw names like Tyrese Halliburton from Indiana. Like, yeah. Indiana's not parting ways with Halliburton for a, a maybe a rental of Pascal Siakam. So it's like same with Atlanta because it's like Atlanta's got some good pieces too, like but DeAndre it, Murray. But again, Siakam's that perfect complementary piece on a really good team. Oh yeah. Like again, we saw what he did in the championship year. Yep. Uh, again, being third banana to to Kawhi and Kyle. Yep. Um, fantastic player. When you're the third option, nightmare for teams because yep. if that's the third option, good luck trying to beat a team like that. But now when he's the man, uh, the primary uh, ball, well, the, the offense runs through Pascal Siakam. Yeah. Great player, all star. Yep. Like I'm, this yep. isn't a slight against Pascal Siakam. Yep. It's just. That, that's the difference between the have and have nots in the NBA, and that's why it's such a superstar driven league. Mm-hmm. When you have a superstar like that, okay, fine, but There's he's only so many superstars. Yeah, he's not a superstar. No. He's an all star, yeah. great player, but not a superstar. Uh, locally. Monday was an uh-huh. off day for the Oak Stokes Dogs. They welcomed the Moose Jaw Warriors, uh, or Moose Jaw Warriors, <laughs> Moose Jaw Miller Express to. Uh, 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 Daryl K. Seaman Stadium tonight at 7.05. Okotoks leading the West Division with a record of 26-8. and eight. Uh, Winners of seven of the last ten. If you'll remember, the Dogs were swept by the Express last week. Moose Jaw coming in winners of eight in a row. So the top East Division with a 23-10 and 10 record. Should be a great series kicking off tonight down in the Rock. Let the big dog eat. Also want to mention that Okotoks will be the host of the All-Star Game this Saturday. Home oh. Derby goes at 5. Uh, game at 7. There's literally just a handful of tickets left. Like, less than 20. Are they giving away a giant chain to the winner of the I Home Run Derby? So. Maybe be, a jacket? A giant rock. Yeah. Uh, that would be Okotoks. Uh, so, yeah, just a handful of tickets left. Head over to dogsbaseball.com for more info. And this is a pretty sweet story. The Guardians used their 10th round selection uh, in the MLB draft to tra- take Okotoks Dogs product. Pitcher Matt Wilkinson, mm. lefties from White Rock, BC. Wilkinson joins six other Canadians drafted in the opening 10 rounds. Still, again, 10 rounds to go and a lot of Canadians available. Uh, I did skip over something here. I know you're uh, the Stamps here. The Stamps will be back at practice today as they look to figure out how to kickstart this offense coming off the 24 11 loss in week five to the Bombers. They'll be taking on the Riders on Saturday. Uh, we'll be at, at practice uh, later on today. Uh, Jeremiah Masoli's season has come to an end. Uh, the quarterback returning after a season-ending leg injury in 2022 suffered a ruptured left Achilles tendon on Saturday in the loss to Hamilton. That will require surgery, the team announced yesterday. So the Red Blacks will uh, turn to rookie Dustin Crum for his first CFL start mm. when Ottawa goes into Winnipeg on Saturday. And a CFL fantasy update, Team Op, they pick up their first win of the year by like two points. Uh, and Raddy Schmoes stays unbeaten with a big win over uh, Toronto George. Uh, George, you've earned a, you got a well-earned bye week this week, so take it off. Don't even have to worry about I'm, your roster. That, that, that's, that's my favorite part about our CFL fantasy, <laughs> yeah. that we have five teams in our league, and that's and that was done on purpose, that one of us always has a bye yes. every single week. Yeah, it takes the pressure off. Uh, I will take on Bender, John Bender, and uh, Team Op will do battle mm. with uh, Raddy Schmoes. Uh, now we can do the uh, stampede. Uh, day four at the Calgary Stampede. Look at the rodeo scores from yesterday. Bull riding Coy Robbins out of Camrose at an 85. Saddle Bronc, Logan Hay out of Wildwood, Alberta, 87.5. Bareback, Tanner Oz from Granite Falls, Minnesota with the winner, 87.5. Tie down roping, Weston Hughes from Caldwell, Texas with a 7.1. Steer wrestling, Scott uh, Gunthner out of Provost, Alberta, uh, 3.3. And uh, barrel racing uh, had Jackie Ganter out of Albaline, Texas 
winning that one. Night fourth, the Rangeland Derby and slower conditions on the night as Cody Makura had the top time on your evening with a time of 111.12. Uh, your top four after the four days. Who other than Kurt Benzmiller uh, with your top aggregate time? Chance Vegan at number two. Aubrey Mottawillo and Lane McGilvery round out your top four. Ray Corrado Jr. just 30 tenths of a second back of fourth. Uh, down uh, to the final eight of the ladies and gentlemen's side at Wimbledon. We'll start with the ladies happening right now. A couple matches going on. Uh, court one has American and four seed Jessica Pagula taking on the unseeded Markita Vondrusova. And over on center court, this should be a dandy. World number one, Iga Svantec, uh takes on Alina Svitolina. On the men's side, eight seed Yannick Sinner will take on Romain Safulian uh, following the Pagula and Vondrusova match. And the two seed, Novak, looking to continue this 10 mm. year run at center court, will take on the seven seed, Andre Rublev. Joker's three and run all time against Rublev. Uh, that one will get underway following Svantec and Svitolina. Thoughts on Joker today? Uh, I, I obviously like his chances, and it's insane that. It's been a decade yeah. since he lost at the All England <laughs> Club. And grass is such a specialized type of surface. Mm -hmm. uh, and the way he just moves around the court with his uh, smaller steps so he doesn't slide around yeah. the grass, he's just so smart. Uh, and, and again, it's, it, it is the, the Masters of Tennis. Wimbledon's obviously the championships. And I just love some of the stuff that leaks out on social media sometimes about how, you know, uptight and, and snobbish. The amount of snobbery <laughs> going on at Wimbledon, it's always yeah. a little eye-rolling because I get yeah. it, it's Wimbledon. Yeah. But uh, did you see that the headline in the British newspapers when Jessica Pagula won her match a couple days ago? No. Like, uh, and they showed, like, the headline in the United States compared to what it is in okay. England. And it's like, uh, Jessica Pagula fights her way to the, uh, you know, uh, quarterfinals at yeah. Wimbledon. Great job. And then, and then in the English tabloid, it's like... Uh, a daughter of a billionaire who has more money than Ronaldo uh, wins another tennis match. It's like, come on. No way. It's, it's not her fault she was born into all this money. <laughs> exactly. And good for her. For, for making just, your own way. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's not like her dad gets her to buy into these tournaments. Yeah, no, she's a really good yeah, tennis I'm, player. And I know it took all that money for and her to get all these lessons. To play, I get yes. it. But at least good on her for being one of the best players on the planet. At least, you know, making the money go farther. And like, hey, you're number four in the world. So, yeah, I, yeah, it's the Brits uh, always do that. They always make everything worse than it actually is. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, tomorrow's quarterfinals look like this. How about this story? American Chris Eubanks will take on the three seed Daniil Medvedev. Eubanks had an absolutely rocketed up the ATP rankings this year. Took out uh, Stefano Tsitsipas in a five-set thriller yesterday. And more... Looking for more magic against another top seed. And number one seed, uh, Carlos Alcaraz, I'm sure will be uh, in for a battle against Holger Rune. Uh, but Alcaraz is also on a mission. And the last two ladies quarterfinals will be Madison Keys up against Arena Sabalenka. And Anjabor will do battle mm. with Elena Rabakina. I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. Yeah, no, not that fugitive. The real fugitive, Xavier Babudar, a.k.a. Kansas City Chiefs superfan, Chiefsaholic. Yeah. He was arrested yesterday. They found him. After, what, six months, five months on the run, run here? They found him in Northern California near Sacramento, to be exact. Really? Yeah. Uh, federal authorities arrested Babadar back on Friday. He's been charged with uh, bank theft, transporting stolen property across state lines. The FBI has also linked him with six other unsolved robberies and attempted robberies of banks and credit unions from April to December of last year. He, uh, he, the two federal charges carry a sentence up to 10 years. Oh, no. So he'll be watching Patrick Mahomes carry well into his 30s from a federal penitentiary. Speaking of Mahomes, did you see the trailer for Netflix's latest sports yeah. series quarterback dropping tomorrow? You know what? I did. 
And it uh, looks intense. Uh, it looks intense. Uh, and I also am like, I wonder if we're going to see anything involving Jackson Mahomes. I hope not. But yeah, he'll probably be there because <laughs> he's because he's a sleaze bag. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if we're going to see Jackson Mahomes. Uh, a lot of Brittany Mahomes saw that. Oh. Uh, Kirk Cousins' life. Yeah, we know him. Kirk Cousins, the is dad look. A, is there a better clip when you see Kirk Cousins during the gender reveal with his wife, where he has to throw like a like a balloon or like something that explodes into the color <laughs> into a board, and he barely hits the board from like two feet away? <laughs> Is there a better clip than that? No. It's like you're an NFL quarterback and you couldn't hit the board from that close away. Like it's it's incredible. <laughs> or sometimes you see like an NFL quarterback throw a first pitch out and they're just terrible at yeah. it. Like, how's this possible? It's, there's a different weight. Yeah, that Kirk uh, Cousins clip is great. And then like he half celebrates because he's like, man, I almost blew this. <laughs> and this is going to be forever linked to me missing this gender reveal. But yeah, that, that gets underway Wednesday. Uh, Pat Mahomes. Kirk yeah. Cousins, Marcus Mariota. Okay. Gets you through the last year and of the most important position on a football field. Like I I I get the Patrick Mahomes, obviously, and I and I've said this. I think I've said this on the show. He's the most valuable player in North American professional sports. Hundred percent. Like he plays the most uh, the most important position in all mm-hmm. four of the big sports, and uh he's the best young still young player, franchise changing mm-hmm. player. But d- don't you find he's, he's sometimes he's a little hard to root for? Like the way he celebrates, he's very sure of himself. That is for no. Sure. I don't mind. I don't mind confidence. I like when guys are a little cocky and confident. But he's just there's something about Patrick Holmes. I don't know what it is. It's his, I don't know. It's his wife and his brother and <laughs> the way he cheers penalties so much. I just don't like it. Just like when I watch Carlos Alcaraz play, <laughs> just way too many fist fist pumps. Patrick too happy. Way too much looking at his box. Way too many fist pumps. I don't like it. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm just get off my lawn, old man take. I just don't like that. And the way Mahomes always gets so excited about a penalty, come on, man. Like, just, I don't like it. I don't, know what, I don't know what it is about him. And he's an incredible. He's, my dad doesn't like he's him He's such either. a joy to watch. <laughs> I don't know and either. I get it. And I'm like, I just, I don't know what it is about him. Like, yeah, he does. He does like, yeah, stupid, I love watching Lamar Jackson play. Silly things with a football. Like, the stuff Lamar Jackson does is incredible. I root for Lamar Jackson. If you could throw the football just 25% better, he's far and away the best player in the Odell NFL. Help he's an incredible, he's, he's just yeah. so incredible to watch how special talent he is. Patrick Mahomes is such an incredible talent. I just don't know what it is about him. So maybe it's just because he got so good so fast and just no, became but not even such that. A, like, I don't know what it is. I think it's the whole cheering like no the penalties adversity. thing. Yeah. Okay. Like, he's got, had no real Terrible adversity. haircut, too. Just awful. <laughs> I got to go let Eric Francis in. Okay, yeah, he's outside. Yeah. All right, so that's Actually, it. Al, can you go let Eric in, actually? Yeah, I got you. All, All right. right. Thanks. Uh, he's here. He is. He wants the franchise. In. He doesn't have a pass. Um, is that it? That's it. That's oh, what we're uh, You know, because, yeah. you know, I'm not used to this because I'm used to hearing, uh, and good night, sir, and good luck. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Do we, we don't have that? That's Maddie's thing. Okay. Because yeah. um, that's always my cue to read the extra. Well, tomorrow I'll, I'll find him. Okay. Uh, and the Rose Report starring Patrick Dumas brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Uh, you heard it. Uh, Eric Francis is here. The franchise will be in studio. He's here. He's in studio. He's walking in like a million freaking dollars. Uh, he'll join us for the 7 to 9 portion of the big show. Uh, we got Luke Gazdick, uh, Corey, Cody Snyder, and Brent Cron in studio. Busy, busy show. Uh, it is the big show. It's George, Patrick, Cam. It's interim Callum and uh, Eric Francis next. Sports at 960, the fan.